Hello, everybody. Before we get into the podcast, I just wanted to announce that we have a new sponsor. Yeah. Woo! Plant K's first ever sponsor is Magic Mind. So yeah, stay tuned. Please don't skip through the ad and let us know what you think. and welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is the show where we take a K-drama, we watch it, what, three episodes at a time and then we get together here every week to talk about it? Yeah, this week we watched the first three episodes of Business Proposal. And we watched three purely because we have no self-control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We wanted to. We wanted to watch three, and I'm so glad we did, because the cliffhanger on three was the best of the three. Yes, it was so good. That So, rewinding really quick, we let uh, we have polls so our Patreon subscribers can vote on what we watch, and Business Proposal has been on the poll a million times. One of our patrons was like, can't believe you haven't watched this. It lives <laughs> on the poll. And I was like... You're right. We, so we felt like we had, because the poll came out even, um, all three of the shows that we put on there. Tied. Tied. So we, um, yeah. We had we, to choose. We had to choose. And there were a lot of reasons to choose Business Proposal, but maybe one of the main ones was like, we need to stop letting this live on the poll. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> And we did. We finally started it. And I feel like it was the perfect choice. It was exactly what I wanted and maybe needed to watch right now. It's so cute. It's so lighthearted. And it's very... I Because I watched the first two episodes a few weeks ago, a week ago, um, and talked about this on our pre-show chat on the Patreon. But now it feels very relevant to bring back up that I... It feels like reading a a webcomic, like a memoir, and it is so much fun. And it doesn't take itself seriously. Like, obviously, we're huge K-drama fans, and we take them a little too seriously sometimes. But it's hard to stay with, like, shows that take themselves seriously one after the other. It is so refreshing to have a taste breaker like this that has the trope of the female lead falling on the male lead and them accidentally kissing (laughs) and then them showing it on the k-drama within the k-drama as like this is such a trope we can laugh at ourselves even doing it like it's so good it's so good and little yeah they have so many little moments like that where they're just like so good at not taking it too seriously or like like holding up a mirror to the K drama as they're making these jokes, and it's yeah, it is immaculate. It's so the the comedy is so much fun. There is a love triangle, and I'm not even mad about it because right because it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Everything like I just feel so comfortable in this show. I like we're three episodes in, and it feels like she's already over Minwoo. Like, thank you. Thank you for that, for cutting that off so fast. Yes. And 
not only that, but they didn't, there weren't any, like, I didn't, I didn't feel led on as a viewer by them putting all of this time into really attaching us to Minwoo. And which is not to say that, like, I don't feel like I was cheated by having him not present at all, right? Like, we got little tastes of him. And we got really sweet moments where we can see why she loves him so much and has for like seven years because he does really thoughtful things and he's really kind and he's a really good friend. And so it's not like I'm out here wondering what she ever saw in him, but neither am I so attached to him that it's frustrating as a viewer to be led through a love triangle because that's why I hate love triangles right is because it usually goes one of two ways you either like don't like the second person at all and you don't really get why you have to like deal with them or they're way better than the male lead that actually gets chosen yeah. and then it's really disappointing to I don't know watch her end up with the obviously subpar person <laughs> Because I feel like that's a tricky line where the male lead, um, Temu, Kang Temu, is such a classic K-drama male lead, very aloof, very rich and pompous, and kind of a jackass sometimes. And they had Minwoo as this very sweet, like you said, very thoughtful guy. And I love the subtle things they did, mostly that they were like, He's never thought of her once as more than a friend, and he has never led her on to believe that she was. So, like, a one-sided crush is fine, but he's not into this at all. It is not really any sort of a love triangle, because he's not in the game. And that he's had a lot of dating experience, I thought that was a really cool thing, because they usually go more the, like, womanizer route, where they're like... She likes him, but he's kind of a dirtbag. Like, yeah. he dates a lot, and then he just dumps women. And they were like, no, no, no. He dates a lot. He flirts a lot. But he's a really nice guy. He's very cool and normal about it. He's just had a lot of flings. And it's yeah. like, but you're doing it in a non-toxic way? Because they've got, like, maybe this is overthinking it. But there's this other part of the show where Hadi shows up as Jin young So for the first date. And she's like... I'm going to be all these stereotypes that are kind of toxic about women. But then it was cool to see another portrayal, another stereotype of like Minwoo being the womanizer, but it's not at all toxic. It's very, and I feel like with Hadi's character, they've kind of reeled it back and been like, especially the scene with the grandpa where he was like, I'm sorry I judged you for what you wore. I was in the wrong. Like, I'm really sorry about that. And they've kind of started to fix things there. So it feels like a really progressive show in very subtle ways, which I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Like, just characters being very self-aware, even retroactively, of like, oh, I, I judged this. and But also, like, giving us as viewers a moment to be like, oh, yeah, this is typically a trope, but this person is just like, a person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm really, really happy with, with a lot of what they've done. Because I also loved that when she would show up to the blind dates, she would be toxic tropes. But then, like, she would also just 
be, I don't know, it's like she was having so much fun with it. So it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like mean spirited, even though, you know, obviously, that's an aspect of it. Like, these people didn't know that they were being played, which isn't super fun to be that they're like, oh, we're making them the butt of the joke. But it is kind of hilarious that one of the things they did was convince like these men that she's this insane psychic who sees dead people and like that's so fun that they were just like no we're not just going to be like annoying or mean dates or i'm not going to be an annoying or mean date i am going to be an unhinged experience (laughs) for this person i liked those ones i thought those were more fun it was hard being in her head for her first date with kong Mu. yeah i didn't like that one Kind of punching down on women, very much like no man would ever date a woman who showed her shoulders on a first date. It's like, yeah, oh, honey, oh, that's not that's not cool. That's not very nice of you. I did like her naming her chest, though. That yeah. was like oh. that was kind of fun, and that's like the unhinged experience I'd like. That's been a her. joke on the internet for so long, <laughs> and I knew what show it was from, and I didn't. I wasn't in on the inside joke. I was on the outside. Like, I've heard, I know it. I know what the joke is. But it was nice to get on the inside of that. It felt <laughs> it felt good. It felt like a welcoming moment. Finally. I know. Finally. Samantha and Rachel. I know. I get it now. <laughs> Thank you. I'm in. I'm in the inner circle. Yeah. 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 I feel like they went back and forth so much. And I think his reactions helped a lot. Where yes. he balanced the like, oh, you date three or four guys at a time? That doesn't bother me. That's yeah, that's fine. not really my concern. I, I would find it way more concerning if you were like clingy because I uh, am a workaholic. So. Uh-huh. I need my alone time and that's kind of it. So TBH, your extensions and your highlights and your skimpy clothes don't bother me at all. And she's like, but they should. They do bother men, which is like, no, <laughs> that's Stop. not great. But I think you're learning. I think you're learning that it doesn't bother all men. And that's good. <laughs> yeah. Women and support I think, women. I think that made him a more likable character, which is nice oh, because sure. he could have been the aloof, judgmental K drama lead. And instead, he was, he's aloof, but he's also just kind of like, I don't know, they wrote him very consistently in not a completely unlikable way. So it's like, yes, he's a jerk, but I have, I have disliked male leads I knew I was supposed to like a lot more for being (laughs) written as aloof, but like, not being given any reason to like them. And I feel like I haven't been given maybe quite enough reason to like him yet, but there are little moments that are very rewarding with his character. Like when he uh, apologizes at the end of the date that she met his grandpa on, and he was like, I was being really sensitive. I honestly don't know why I did that. Yeah, and it's hard because you as the viewer know why. Like, we all know that his parents died in a tragic accident. I'm going to guess he was in the car and it was raining that day. Like, yeah. we've all seen K-dramas. <laughs> so it's like, 
I get it. Maybe you were a little sensitive, but you have every right to be. But yeah, like that moment. And when he's in the elevator with his employee, Hadi, and he's like, you had a lot of really good ideas and I remember them and I really like them. And then she starts going off about all her other ideas. And he's like, what a great employee. It's just oh, like, I know they're just setting the scene for romance, but also they're setting the scene for him being a really cool boss. Yeah, who appreciates the employees for what they offer and like who they are and stuff. And they don't have to just be like a business guy. They can be a really motivated and engaged and interested employee. And he's like, that's cool. You come up with great ideas. You're very eccentric. You are a weird person. (laughs) But I really appreciate the work you put in. Yeah, because we see so much of the opposite, even within his character, where we get a lot of the very stern boss, where obviously you get his first firing of Chairman Park, and it's like, well, that guy was taking bribes. That's not good. You should definitely fire him. But then you pretty consistently after that see him being really harsh on employees in meetings and stuff, and you're like, oh no. Is he not? Is he not cool? He's not good. But then, yeah, you get little moments where he actually listens. He's very much engaged. And he's just like, no, I just want the best for the company. And like, work is work. Let's do it, guys. Let's do it well. Okay. I can respect (laughs) that. I like that. Yes. It's very good. It's very good. Um, I love the second couple so much. Rip my heart out, Cha Sung Hoon, for being like, I adhere strictly to the bro code, and it demands that I do not speak with you. (laughs) No! You have Uh, to. You have to, because you are such a beautiful, sweet couple. (laughs) You're gonna be so cute together. You guys are endgame. Ugh. They... I mean, the immediate chemistry, and maybe it's the immediate chemistry that I feel between them, because I think that they're so unbelievably beautiful, like. (laughs) (laughs) And she's so excited, like, she really sells that they have chemistry. Yes, yeah. I love her. I love her voice. I love her her character. Oh my god, her haircut is so- It's Bob season again. The Bob (laughs) is coming back around for Raquel. All I have to do is watch one K-drama where someone has a Bob and looks really cute, and I immediately cut all of my hair off. We're on board. Here we go. She's just so cute. Oh my god. With her million dollar couch. And I I think she's another great example of them towing the line of being like, is she going to be toxic? She's kind of, she's kind of being a little toxic with demanding that she keep her father's credit card after storming out. But immediate turnaround. She's like, it sucks, but I'll make it on my own. I've, I've got a plan. I'm going to be fine. This is, this is good. I can do this. And you're like, yes, you can do this. You don't need his money good for you i'm also from what i've seen which is not a lot but from what i've seen she has like a job and stuff (laughs) i thought she was like a director at her father's company yeah how does she not have her own money why was she using his credit card i don't 
I don't know. Like, I, I assume understand. it was a luxury. But yeah, I appreciate that they were like, no, she does still get a really nice apartment. Yeah. Because I assume down payments in Seoul are similar to Tokyo, where it's like 10 grand right up front, 10 to $20,000. And it's like, Ugh. yeah. So she'd have to have a really good job with a lot of savings to be able to just put that down. But she was nervous about it. And she didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which that makes sense. Like the whole like, oh, it's a lot down at the very first. I've never lived outside of my dad's house. So this is this rough. Sucks. Yeah. Because yeah. I started to doubt her again when she was in her friend's room being like, should I just stay here? Because it's expensive out there. It's like, but, I mean, they're joking, but your savings account is not $2,000, right? That can't be real. <laughs> That's not real. You have a job. You have a really nice job and you've been living at home. So what do you, what, you have no savings? What do you do with your money? She's like, no, it's good. I've got money. We're fine. I'm moving I out. I spend all of my money playing dress up with my friend every time I want her <laughs> to go on a date for me. But that's clearly her dad's card. So like, <laughs> what? what is that? I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. But yeah, they pull, they rein it back in. They're like, no, no, no. She's humble. She's cool. She's great. The way I felt so seen and heard as a person when they just put a cup over the cockroach. Do you remember when me and your sister lived together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a cup that there were so many cockroaches in the city we went to college in. Ew. And. Uh, there were a lot in the house that we lived in because there was like a doggy door. <laughs> oh, like yeah, I think that's where they were coming in. I don't know how else. Um, I did find one come up through my sink drain one time, and that freaked oh, me out. That's it a wasn't nightmare. a bad place. It was like kind of a nice place, but lots of cockroaches. And we had a cup that one of our other roommates wrote "Beware" with just like an arrow that points down, and we would just put it over the cockroach. Oh no! No one moved it. Like no. <laughs> it was just like a foam cup that said "Beware" on it. I called it the "Beware" cup, and it just moved from cockroach to cockroach until they died underneath the cup. Because I'm the same as those two, where I was like, I don't want to squish it. That's a terrible. I hate. Ooh. Freaks that's, me that's out. a lot of cleanup. Yeah. But, yeah. It's just, uh, I, I, I guess all I'm saying is I found it so relatable that they just, like, what they, w the solution that happened was there was a cup and then two cans of bug spray. Oh, my God. <laughs> they probably, she probably shouldn't sleep in that house, no. right? <laughs> I don't know how she lasted as long as she did. Like, the window must have been open. <laughs> Full airflow. Get it going in there. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. That kind of drove me crazy just in the very paranoid, like, there's no more air in the room. There's two cans of bug spray. There is no more air. Now you're dying. Now you've <laughs> killed yourself. <laughs> Please stop spraying. That couch is going to smell like bug spray forever. Oh, her brand new couch. <laughs> Um, I got nervous when she put her face on the couch. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, you're wearing makeup right now. You can't put your face on that white couch. Don't do that. <laughs> don't put any, don't even sit on that white couch. Why would you get a couch that white? I hate it even as a set piece. It makes me nervous. It's terrible. 
a terrible investment. I had a white couch for two years and I loved it because it was like an easy clean fabric. It was very baby proof, very stain proof. I don't know what they made it out of. Nitori knows what's up. (laughs) The couch that she had was not. That looks like fabric. That looks like it will stain forever. That's just all stains. I don't know what makes me so nervous. (laughs) Piece of advice? (laughs) Please. Please don't get that couch. Um, Should we take a subway break? Yeah, let's go to Subway. Let's get out our little flip, our little Samsung phone. Our little flip Samsung phone that's only like a smooth two grand. (laughs) (sighs) Drive on over to Subway. I'll meet you there. Yeah, let's go. Raquel's been trying Magic Mind for the past two weeks, two or three weeks. Yeah, it's been almost three weeks. That's wild. Have you noticed any difference? I have, actually. So my experience with it has been really, really good. I think that I love a ritual. Like, I just love like a, I love like a, here's a daily thing that you get to do that's like a treat yourself. It's just a little drink, right? Yeah, it's like shot sized. It's like a little, it's the main ingredient is matcha, which I really like matcha. If, if you're not familiar with Magic Mind, it's it's supposed to help with focus and it helps with energy. It helps um, everyone here knows that I have crazy ADHD <laughs> if you've been with the podcast long enough. And I had a really, really good experience with my focus. This last week, I've genuinely been way more motivated to actually do work. Um, and I work remotely. And so having all of that internal motivation really, really helps me to actually get work done. So I, I have found that it has helped. Oh my gosh. That's really cool. Yeah. So if you want to try it, they've got a big event going on this January. So you get three months for the price of two and it's a great way to support our podcast. So use our link. Go to magicmind.com slash Jan, as in January, play on K. So magicmind.com slash Jan, play on K, and use our code playonk20 to get that deal, to get one month free when you sign up for a three-month subscription. And give Magic Mind a try for yourself. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> back to our regularly scheduled ramble. Yes. Um, I love the running joke of... You look like an Archaeopteryx. I'm not even sure if that's <laughs> the correct I, pronunciation. I refuse to try. <laughs> I refuse. But it's so cute, right? Like, it's such a weird, absurd joke. And that's how he's saved in our phone. And that's like, <laughs> and he's acknowledging it. Like, he was angry at first, but now he's like, it's your dude, your dinosaur, your boy. <laughs> So cute. That's the that beginning. Is, that is. That, that is another moment of them selling me on the aloof male lead where at first he was really annoyed and now it's their their little thing that they it's their little inside joke, their little wink wink nod nod. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, I it's like something that I didn't expect was the absurd humor. Cause I really like, like I said, the tropiness, the very typical like K-drama things that always happen in rom-coms, but I really like how different this show is making itself as well. And I think the subtle things like that are kind of what's cinching it in little weird ways. Yes, yeah, it's it's 
so charming. It's such a charming show. Can I? Okay. Now I'm reading through my notes and I'm like, we have to talk about two scenes that were so absurd that I don't know how to feel about them. It felt like they were over the top. And the one we kind of just touched on was when Jin Young So ran out of her apartment and just jumped on a man. Just fully oh jumped. <laughs> and that man did not immediately assume he was being attacked. <laughs> How did you feel? Were you like, cute, I love the trope, that's so silly, or were you a little bit like, oh no, too far? So I I will say I didn't give it a huge amount of thought, but there was the way that she perfectly spider monkeyed to him did give me a little moment of, uh-uh. Oh, no. <laughs> like, just because to me, I'm... So my little joke with myself and whoever would listen to me over the past few years has always been carry me. I want to be carried. I don't want to walk anywhere myself. But I do because <laughs> it's insane to to ask people to like literally carry your weight. And whenever people call my bluff on it, I immediately back out because I don't want to ever be at the mercy of someone. Like, Someone's strength? like Yeah, and my body weight. Like, yeah. I, like, I just, if I go down, it's going to hurt so bad. Yeah. And so I'm very conscious of, like, when someone bodily leaps onto another person in a K-drama. So yes, it's comedy, it's cute, it's lighthearted. He can handle it. They prepared for the scene. They prepared for the <laughs> stunt. <laughs> but my, it does break my immersion, because my immersion immediately goes, absolutely not. That yes! is not. I don't care if she's a tiny woman, a full-grown woman fully jumping on top of you. would I would panic. <laughs> Yes. Okay, that one, that one, and Shinhadi jumping into a stranger's car, just oh, being yeah. like, "No, I gotta get Why out would of you here." Do that. <laughs> yeah, I was mad about that one. I was really, really mad because that's so dangerous. Yeah. Okay, they felt about the same level to me, but I can see the difference now that you're saying it. <laughs> I think. I think, like you said, it just broke my immersion for just that split second, and then I was gone from the show. Yeah. And I was like, um, they're the same, in that women shouldn't do these things, and so mm -hmm. I'm disconnected. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. This is too dangerous. They're being reckless. They're being reckless. But yeah, it's a very <laughs> different level of recklessness to just jump on your neighbor versus jumping into a stranger's car. Not okay. You cannot do that. I didn't no. get it. <laughs> it didn't feel like a K-drama trope. It felt like a dangerous thing to do. It felt like you would be murdered if you got into the wrong car. And it, it's like a huge black SUV. <laughs> <laughs> and there are so many other options. I don't know. Just to be like, he's coming. He's going to see me. Like, you put your purse on the side of your face. I feel like she does so much more to hide from her boss when they are in the same elevator. But when she was on the street passing by an old friend, she was like, no plan here. I'm gonna <laughs> run into a car. I'm just gonna get in. <laughs> Don't do that, please. Oh, so dangerous. Odd. 
I am obsessed, though, with the fact that there is a K-drama with the main character that is, has the same name as the name she gave the gave Temu, and I just think that that is, that is the absurd humor that we love to see. And that it wasn't a plot point? Like, I, no, I thought it would be... <laughs> I thought he'd be like, wait a second, she gave me a fake name. Nope. He was just no. like, weird that that character with the exact same life has the same name. And the grandpa does acknowledge it. He's like, she has the same name as my favorite character in this drama. And Damu's standing right there. And <laughs> it's still completely over his head. Just nothing. Yes. What a beautiful, empty-headed man. <laughs> we love him. He's got one thought, and it's work. <laughs> he is the Rihanna song. <laughs> oh, do you, did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? I did. It's been so long, though. Same. And I kind of fell off the boat. I don't think I watched much of the final seasons. It was very like, cute at the beginning, and then kind of got messy towards the end, which I get. I appreciate. But there was a theme throughout the show that the narrator, I think his name's Ted, met the kid's mother when she had a yellow umbrella in New York City. And I was like, I don't know if that's a reference that this show is doing the yellow umbrella in the rain in New York City thing, but it'd be really cute if it was. That would be cute. I did not pick up that reference. I thought that that was such a cute, her trying to do the se- the whole, like, yes. meet cute thing, and him being like, absolutely not. I would not <laughs> go in the rain. And just watch someone on the street for enjoyment, to relax. That's insane. It's not. No. <laughs> I would not be doing that. Thank you. My grandpa will never buy that. <laughs> Like, I get it. But yeah, it's cute that he had an idea of what preparation looked like, and hers was very different, but equally thorough and valid in my mind. Yeah, I thought she did a great job of painting a picture. I saw yeah, it all on I the saw screen. It all on the screen, it played out before me. <laughs> I loved it. I loved them both speaking English and then her being like, I hope this dude doesn't ask me to pay for his dry cleaning in Korean. <laughs> So cute! Uh, Give us that show, too. Give us both. We need it. I'm ready for it. The How I Met Your Mother spinoff, K-drama version. Oh, I would watch that, though, I think. Absolutely. 100%. They should make all classic American sitcoms in Korea. (laughs) They do it better. I just just assume. (laughs) It's just a great time to bring friends back, and I never really watched the original. So, like, let's do it. Modern day friends. Make it fun. Make it fun. Make it friends. Make it Korean. Let's do it. We just need those three <laughs> things. And then we can learn Korean using that show, like RM used friends <gasps> to learn English. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's a full circle with us and RM in the circle. <laughs> Monster! <laughs> this is the dream. <sighs> Can't wait till he gets back. <gasps> Any day now. Speaking of Korean idol groups, what did you think about Kang Mu's boy band haircut and zebra print jacket on his date with Grandpa? 
I feel like I'm back in, like, do you remember back when we first started watching K-dramas in 2017 and all the ones from, like, probably from, like, 2015 through, like, 2018, they had the most insane fashion choices. We used to talk about fashion. (laughs) A lot. We used to talk about fashion so often, and there were so many that, like, when we were watching them, it was so often that we would bring up fashion to be like, can you believe this person (laughs) wore this thing? And it's insane, and I feel like I... I like it, but I also feel like I hate it because I I want to not like I never want to wear that. Like it's yeah. really fun that he did, but I would never. <laughs> and that's how I feel like all the fashion of like the rich people. So so Hari when she's pretending to be rich and and his fashion choices outside of the office, like all the rich person fashion. I'm like, see, that's what it is to me, is it's <laughs> rich person fashion. So I'm like, ooh, but also like, ooh. Um, I didn't like it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Final verdict, it's a no. Hard no. Fair. That's where I was at, and it's the answer that I wanted. The very long-winded, <laughs> like, perfect description of all of my feelings and where they came from. <laughs> it's all I wanted to hear. Because, yeah, I felt like his outfit matched her outfit. It was a very convincing, like, you see who I am, Grandpa. This yeah. is the real me. And uh, <laughs> I'm in love with this woman. And it's like, oh, yeah, you two make sense as a pair. Yeah. Yeah. Because you showed up like this, now this makes sense. Yes. If you shut up as work you, I wouldn't see. I would see you with the other lady. (laughs) But you now, I can see. Okay. But yeah, for the most part, an absurd look. And I loved it. It took me back to You Are Beautiful instantly. (laughs) You Are Beautiful. Such a classic. Boys Over Flowers. Yes, yes. Uh, I also think of Daqua in Goblin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a pretty rich boy, just like side character that was blowing up the screen with his outfits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or uh, Huayugi, because all of them oh my God. <laughs> were the most unhinged <laughs> versions of themselves. <laughs> the perfect show, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There are so many things I loved about this show. I feel like we just have to cut ourselves off and be like, I guess we're done because TBH, I could go on forever. Yeah, we just keep going. And I feel like we haven't even talked about everything that we could. We didn't talk about the running scene. We didn't talk about the fashion transitions. We didn't talk about the cliffhanger on episode three. Oh, shit. The cliffhanger on episode three. So do we think that the, the, sorry, I do want to talk about that. I'm we so sorry. To. We have yeah. to. Because do we think that the the jig is up? Like, yes. do we think it's got to be? It's but like, be. W- what if she twists it some way? Like, hey, I'm showing up at your work, but she's wearing a name tag. But the name tag is conveniently turned around, but it does have the lime gr- green lanyard. Yes, I am still like, I'm just enough annoyed with him being like, she's wearing glasses, so I don't recognize her oh my God. <laughs> profile picture. Then I'm like, Stupid. the jig is up. It has to be. 
It's episode three. Some kind of you saw her. You cannot keep not believing that it's her. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. No. That that one is frustrating, especially because so it's so like Clark Kent Superman, but like worse. Because- <laughs> Because at least in Superman, where, like, he's got powers that people just believe that Clark Kent could never have. And it's like, that's fair. I went the opposite direction where I was like, I don't know. Because she does change her clothes, her hair, and her makeup. So it's like, it's kind of a full drastic makeover every time she sees him. And she they do very consistently stick with that. Yeah. I will say... With all of her changes, especially the makeup changes and stuff, it makes me feel like the actress has so much range to look so like there she's an actress, obviously. She's <laughs> beautiful and has range and has a whole team of people to make her look all of these different looks. But I just am so convinced, like when she's when she's dressed down, I'm like, oh, she's like a normal, beautiful person. Mm-hmm. Like she's just like a like she's a just average, like, the one you'd yeah. have a crush on at work, but Yeah, yeah. Like she like her her quote no makeup look right where it's like mm-hmm. obviously she's wearing makeup but like quote no makeup like her her day look is so approachable and yeah. like but beautiful but approachable and then she has like the full face makeup and I'm like oh a K-pop star mm-hmm. she could she's going on stage she could perform she's the range of her look is it's unreal. Yeah, because even with some of the more done-up looks, they do change her makeup just subtly enough that it's still a heavy makeup, but it's like a night or day look. I'm like, even still she looks different. How? (laughs) How are they doing this? Magicians. Magicians. Put her in a third wig. I just want to see what happens. (laughs) I'm curious. I'm curious who who all she can become. Who all she can become? I just want to know. Like it's like a little doll that I just want to dress up. And <laughs> this is the perfect show for that because she's popping off every episode. Like you said, yes. she comes into work, and you're like, "I want to be that girl. That is amazing." And then she goes on a date, and you're like, "I want to date that girl. Look at her. Look at her go. Unapproachable, but we love her." Just like she's got it all, and I love it for her. The whole package. She's the whole package. So, Kang Timu, get moving. Do not let her gaslight you in this elevator. Please, (laughs) for the love of God. That is, I am ready for him to at least know that he that she works there. Yes, I I want to get down to one lie, right? Or maybe like. (laughs) Yeah, just the lie they're telling to his grandpa. Like, I'm ready to pare down the lies. But yeah, it this was a big one, and I'm glad it's maybe gonna be out of the way fast. Oh, but we gotta we gotta watch more to find out, you guys. Ooh. Yeah. So email us at playonkpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Patreon. I'm skipping around, I'm sorry. We're on Patreon. You can vote for shows. You can find ad-free episodes, and you can just support our little podcast. That's patreon.com slash playonk. Yeah, we also have uh, our website where you can find links to our affiliates. You can find places to sign up for newsletters. 
I think you can probably find the link to the ad that we dropped a little bit earlier where you can check out Magic Mind, and that's all at playonk.com. Yeah, you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram at playonkpodcast, on X, previously Twitter, at playonk, and on TikTok at playonk underscore Emily. Yeah, and the very... One of the very freest ways to help us out is to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast, uh, especially Apple Podcasts. It helps other K-Drama podcast listeners find us. The newest, best way to support our podcast is to support Magic Mind. If it's something that you're interested in, something that you think could help you focus in the new year, get those New Year's resolutions done. You can sign up for a three-month subscription and get one month for free. Go to magicmind.com slash Jan play on K and use our code play on K20 to support the podcast and get a little something for yourself. Yeah. And yeah, go check it out. Go check it totally out and join us next week for the next three episodes of business proposal. K bye. K bye. <laughs>